0: Alhamdulillahi wa kafa wa salaam ala ala, ala, ala ala من ala 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 rahman ala 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 in many parts of the world, it is the last or one of the last odd nights of the month of Ramadan. In some places, there will be Khatam of Quran and salatul tarawih. So, in many ways, this night is a night of acceptance of dua, a night of turning to Allah subhanahu wa taala, a night of seeking Allah subhanahu wa rahma, His mercy, His maghfirah, His forgiveness. It's a blessing from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to even be alive in such a night and then to be alive in a state of iman and then to be alive in a state of iman having offered a fast to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and really in some sense one of the greatest things about the month of Ramadan is searching for Laylatul Qadr. خَيْرٌ in أَلْفِ Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala said in Qur'an that is better than 1,000 months. If there was nothing else in all of Ramadan, if there was no other special feature, no virtue, no merit, no fazeelah, other than this, that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala placed little القدر in Ramadan, that single one virtue, merit, blessing would be enough to make us fast this entire month and worship the entire night. So it's a great opportunity for us to try our best And especially on the night of the 27th and the night of the 29th, two nights that are left for us to try to seek little toqadr, seek that moment of kubuli and acceptance of du'a by Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And many people wonder what to do in such a night. First, it's not guaranteed that this night is even on 27th or 29th. It may have already happened on 21st or 23rd or 25th. And the ulama have also have many other views on the occurrence of this night. Many Meshaik, including our Shaykh Hazim Alakum Razamantar Bakatum, say that every and any night if you make niya in your heart that you are seeking al Tukadr, where Allah, Sayyidina Rasulullah ﷺ said, that Allah ﷻ said, Anna in the عَمْدِ Amdibi, That I will be with my slave as they view me to be. And you should always make du'a and always turn to Allah ta'ala on all of the nights of Ramadan, as if it is al Tukadr. And if you make that your standard regular practice, then inshallah you will be guaranteed of having prayed to Allah ﷻ on the night of al Tukadr. So just think that if Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala gave you 80 extra years of life, al shahr is actually 82 odd years, 82 years, few months, what would you do? Are there any sins of ours that we wish we could cry for 80 years over them? Are there any sins of ours that we wish we could make istikfar for 80 years over that? Does anyone of us who desperately wants to go to Makkah Makarama, Medina Manawara, whether for Hajj or for Umrah, and we wish we could just make dua for 80 years that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala take us there. Is our love for Nabi Akreem sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, so much that we wish we could just sit and recite salawat druchery upon him for 80 years. Anything and everything in our heart that were we to be given such a lifespan, extra lifespan, how we would use it purely for the sake of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. You know if you ask people in the dunya, That if you ask a 67-year-old man or woman, if we were to give you 80 more years of life, what would you do? Oh, they would be able to talk to you for hours. They would give a long list of how many more things they would do in their life if they were to be given 80 more years. So this is what we should think, that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala on this Layla al night of power and night of His decree, every that single night is equal to or greater than in fact 80 years of our life. So this is a very special opportunity given to us by Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. One thing is we should try to make any and every ibadah that we know with this talawati Qur'an, naful salah, making dua, istighfar, different types of tasbihad, glorifying, praising Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, sending salawat and jurutery from the Kareem sallallahu sallam, praying salat al-tasbih, making du'as from Quran, du'as from the sunnah, making zikr of la ilaha illillah, zikr of Allah, ism-i ism Jalala, Allah, Allah, making zikr of kalbi, muraqabah, making zikr lisani, any and every form of ibadah. But beyond ibadah, Those who are, especially those who are sitting in their homes and maybe are not in the masjid for itika, for not spending the night in the masjid, they should also spend a few minutes even just of quality time with their family. Few minutes speaking to the children about deen. It will be as if they talked to their children for 80 plus years about deen. Few minutes making nasiyah to someone. Few minutes making dawah to someone. All of the hukukul ibad Few minutes those who are married to sit with your spouse in love and affection. In tenderness and kindness. In gentleness and softness. Even few minutes spent like this on this night can be accepted by Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And similarly that we make dua to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, we should also make dua for our Hukukul Ibad, make du'a for our friends and family and loved ones, make dua that Allah wa Ta'ala forgive us for all the betrayals, all of the disloyalty, all of the dishonesty, all of the treachery that we have due to our nafs, and to ask Allah Subhanahu wa Ta'ala to rescue us from the treacheries and deception of nafs and from the delusions and distractions of this world. And then generally In this, because Layl to Qadr comes towards the end of the month of Ramadan, so a person should make a lot of du'as for the future. And that's one meaning of Qadr. One meaning is power, the night of power. Another meaning can be the night of decree, because the word Taqdir comes from Qadr. And so this is our chance that we make du'a to Allah subhanahu wa taala to fix us, to improve us, to help this coming year, to help us for the rest of our life, to help us on the day of judgment and when we stand and we are raised raised by Him and stand in front of Him and meet Him. What would? We want for our future to make du'as to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala for that, especially for istiqamat and to have perseverance and consistency in our attendance and masjid, recitation of Qur'an, praying, salah, all of the different ibadat we managed to do in Ramadan, that we can continue with them afterwards. But most of all on this night, it's a night of rahmah, a night of mercy from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala a night of maghfirah, forgiveness from Allah subhanahu and a night of itku min al where Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala frees us from the fire of Jahannam, insha'Allah. And so then on this night, we should try to reflect whatever you know from Qur'an al whatever you know from hadith, whatever du'as you can remember, which make you think about the mercy of Allah subhanahu and the mercy of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is not hidden from anyone, because Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala mentioned His two masters, Sifat, Ar-Rahman Ar-Rahim, right there in the Tasmi and Bismillah Ar-Rahman Ar-Rahim. So that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, many of us, we may not know all of Allah wa ta'ala's names. Unfortunately, we don't know all the Asma husna but every believer, every Muslim, even small children know that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is Ar-Rahman and Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is Ar-Rahim. And this is the night when we turn to Him in that. So sometimes in our dua, we can call upon Him like that. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala mentioned in Qur'an, لِلَّهِ al Asma'ul Husna, for the that to Allah SWAT belong the infinitely beautiful names. Call upon Allah wa Ta'ala, make dua to Allah Subhanahu wa Ta'ala using those names. So on this night we should make dua Ya Rahman, Ya Rahim, Ya غْفُورِ Ya غْفَارِ Ya سَتَّارِ That Allah Subhanahu wa Ta'ala has veiled our sins, concealed our flaws, hidden our reality from others. It's amazing that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala knows all of our sins. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala knew and was watching us and was fully aware of us when we chose that sin. You know, whenever a believer makes a sin, there's always some hesitation. And they think, should I do it or should I not do it? They have the temptation or the desire to do the sin, but they also have the fear of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. They also have remorse and regret and hesitation due to their iman. But if their nafs gets the better of them... If their temptation gets the better of them, then they choose the sin anyway. Even though they felt fear of Allah taala and hesitation in their heart. Allah Ta'ala saw us deciding. Allah Ta'ala saw us going back and forth. Allah Ta'ala knew the depths of our heart and our breast. Allah SWT saw us gradually start to incline more towards the nafs and suppress our fear of Him. Then Allah SWT wa was aware when we finally ultimately gave into our nafs and chose that sin and neglected His commandments. Then Allah SWT wa was fully aware when we tried to do the sin, made the asbab or the means to acquire the sin. Then we were in the act of sin itself. Then even maybe we enjoyed the sin afterwards. Maybe even we we still have memories of the sin. Maybe sometimes still we have longing or temptation, attraction for sin. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala knew all of that, knows all of that, will always know all of that. Yet because He is As-Sattar, He hid all of that from the rest of creation. Because Al-Haleem, He suppressed, He held back on His might and power and right to punish us, and He led us to continue acting as believers. He led us continue in ibadah. He led us continue in worship. This is because Allah Subhanahu wa Taala is as-sattah. So on this night of power, we can think like that as well. That Allah Subhanahu wa Taala outwardly it appears that I am your servant and slave, and that I am searching. For your mercy, I am worshiping you, Ben Riyad. You know that I am a servant of my nafs, and you, due to your satariya, due to your availing and concealing, you have enshrouded me in the cloak. The outward form, the zahir of your ubudiyat and abdiyat. And you are making me perform the actions of a slave. I'm praying salah. You're making me perform the actions of a slave. I'm making dua. But Allah you know my reality. That on this night, I might be appearing as a slave of yours. But year round or lifelong I was a slave of my nafs. But Allah subhanahu wa Ta'ala, if you granted me this, only from your fuzzle and karam, only from your enai and tawfiq, only from your grace and blessing, that outwardly I become your slave, that Allah SWT surely you can make it my haqiqat, you can make it in my batin, you can make it my reality, that my heart becomes your abd, that my ruh becomes your abd, that my whole being becomes your abd. And this is a very important dua to make in Ramadan. Because Alhamdulillah, due to the barakah of fasting, praying taraweeh, those who are sitting in itikaf, it, Allah Ta'ala has blessed us with the outward forms of ibadah and ubudiyah with the zahir form of ibadah and ubudiyyah. But we all know the inner rot that we still have inside. We know that inner nafs that we still have inside. We can see the ujub and kibber and takabber we still have inside. We can see the unlawful lust for ghaimahran that we still have inside. We can feel all these things in our button, But it's Allah power. That's another dua we can make to Allah Subhanahu wa Taala, that Ya Allah, you said in Quran that you are ala kulli shayin Qadir, that you have power and might over every single thing. Ya Rabb, apply your qudrat al kamila, apply your perfect kudrat against my nafs amara and change my nafs into a nafs mutmainna, because Allah Subhanahu wa Taala is the muzakki hakiki. He is the being who truly has the ability to purify our nafs, and this is the greatest gift Allah Subhanahu can give us in this lifetime that he changes us from nafs al until nafs al that he changes us from inclined toward Fisk and fujur and make us instead a person whose heart is full of taqwa and nur this is the dua we should make to Allah Subhanahu on such a night then on this night we should make niyyah we should make intentions to Allah Subhanahu we should make toba Allah Subhanahu ask your forgiveness for all the time that I wasted How much Qur'an could I have learned or memorized or understood, but instead I wasted so much time reading novels or watching TV or watching movies or even... Foolish time with friends. Allah subhanahu ta'ala. If I had used all that time to understand your kalamullah. If I had used that time to understand the sunnah of Sayyidina Rasulullah. How much more hidayah could I have had? How much more could I have done in my life? How much more ibadah might I have been able to do? How much more dawah might I have been able to offer? Reflect on how much we have lost. And then in your heart, what will you get a feeling? Many times... Many of us, we get this thing, I wish I could go back in time. I wish I could do it all over again. I wish I could have those 10 years back. But remember, inshallah ta'ala, if you find little to Qadr, that is better than 80 years. So unless maybe few of our listeners might be 80 plus years Otherwise the majority of us are not 80 years old And so if we wish sometimes oh, I wish I could go back 2 years in my life I wish I could go back 20 years in my life Well then all you have to do is find Little Tukadr And whatever you wish you could have done For the past 5, 10, 15, 20 years You make to Allah for that little Tukadr You make Niyah for that little Tukadr And you begin that little Tukadr It's as if you reclaim your life so maybe even we should try on this night to memorize even one ayah of Qur'an. Those are not half of Qur'an. That we wish we could have memorized Qur'an al-Kareem. But we wasted so much of our time. Maybe we can memorize one short ayah on this night. Maybe we can memorize one short hadith on this night. Maybe we can learn some tafsir on this night. Maybe we can learn some seerah sunnah. Small, small, because most of the night should be for ibadah. but maybe few minutes we can spend on ilm of deen. So on this night we should make du'a to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to forgive us for so many years we spent in ghafla, in laugh. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala mentioned in the Quran that who are the believers? That they turn away from futile things. They turn away from idle things. And you know what? A lot of us towards the end of Ramadan, even, yes, some of us towards the end of Ramadan, this nafs, it starts stirring a little bit. Some of us were already thinking that, okay, after Eid I'll go back to my newspaper, after Eid I'll go back to my long tea, after Eid I'll go back to my reading, after Eid I'll go back to this and that. All the love of our schedule, the ghaflat of our schedule, the fuzul of our schedule. So it's very important that we should make duhat for this. No, I don't want to go back. Those idle, wasteful pursuits and pastimes. I don't I want to use my time productively. Allah Ta'ala, you give me tawfiq to use these days and nights of Ramadan, especially the last ten days and nights productively. Allah Ta'ala, I need your tawfiq after Ramadan. If your if the your tawfiq goes away when Ramadan goes away, then I will go back to being my old self. So that, you know it's a lot of it is about time. When Sayyidina Rasulullah when Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala revealed to the prophet sallallahu alaihi wasallam that khairu min alf shahr so what is it this is the balance wal asr al insana lafi khusr that otherwise the passing of time most of us have been in loss very few of us made it into the carriage of illal ladina amanu wa amilus salihati wa tawassaw bil bis sabr maybe we have few moments of like that part of our life is like that but the majority of our life was in khusr was in loss And it's So that's also a feeling to feel on these blessed nights That feeling of lost That missed opportunity Lost time And that feeling I want to reclaim the time I want to become As the Arabs have a saying That you should not be abdul waqt You should be abdul waqt You should not be a slave or a creature of time The time is passing by You should become a master of your time And this is a very big niyat and dua to make on this night Simply in English Simply speaking time management better use of my time, to value my time. And Alhamdulillah, all of us can feel how much barakah Allah SWT put in our time in Ramadan. And all of us can reflect on the rest of our year or past life, how little barakah we had. So to make Lord lot of dua for barakah, Barakah in our time Barakah in our risk Barakah in our health Barakah in our relationships That may Allah Ta'ala give us tawfiq To benefit from Qur'an al as much as we can To benefit from ilm of deen as much as we can To benefit from our Mashaikh as much as we can To benefit from ulama as much as we can Just like we are trying on this night, Ya Rabb To benefit from this night of Lil to as much as we can We're trying to benefit from Ramadan as much as we can Allah Ta'ala give us tawfiq to do Qadr And that's another meaning of qadr, to value and appreciate and honor something as it truly, as it should truly be valued, appreciated, and honored. Like Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala said Grandma Kadrallaha Qadrhi, that they do not value Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala as it was Allah wa ta'ala's right, as Allah wa Ta'ala's rank, as it befits Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala that it should be valued. So we should feel like that, that we haven't done Qadr of so many things in our deen. So on Lail to Qadr on the night of Qadr, we make dua to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala that he make us in Urdu we say Qadr dan that Allah wa Ta'ala make us do qadr value and appreciate all the virtues and blessings and bounties and netmas that he's given us. And the greatest He he's given us is deen. So any one of us who are fortunate and blessed enough by Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to have any ilm of deen. Or to have an ustaz in deen. Or to have a sheikh in deen. Or to have spent some time in a gathering of deen. Or to be involved in the effort of da'wat of deen. Or whatever nisbah. Affiliation, connection we have with Deen, to do qadr of that, to value that, to appreciate that, and to make shukr to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala said in Quran that the more grateful and thankful we are to Him, the more we appreciate, the more we do shukr, the more we do qadr, Allah ta'ala will surely, definitely increase us in those bounties and blessings. Even just being awake at Layl even knowing about Layl Tukadr, you know how many millions of Muslims there are, may Allah Ta'ala give them hidayah, may Allah Ta'ala protect us from ever becoming from the misguided ones. There's so many millions of Muslims alive at this time who are not interested in all, they're not interested in all that it's a special night. They're not thinking at all of any type of ibadah, they're not thinking at all of any particular du'a. They're just passing the night away in ghafla, in recreation, as they pass any other night. To so even just this fact, we should be grateful to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. It's not because we're better than them. It's not because we're noble or pure or good. It's only due to the hidayah of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Without the hidayah of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, we would be nowhere. We would be nothing. Everything we have is only due to the hidayah of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So we should make a lot of dua for more hidayah. And then we should make dua to follow that hidayah. What is known in Quran as muhtadun, muhtadun are the ones who follow the hidayah that Allah Ta'ala has given them. Hidayah is the greatest bounty and blessing that Allah Ta'ala gives a person, and we can reflect. There's so much hidayah that we have that we don't follow. There's so much ilm that we have that we don't practice. There's so much that we know but we don't do. But alhamdulillah, at least on this night we heard about Laylatul Qadr, al Fishar, so we try. And we make an effort to practice and to seek the barakat and blessings of this night. Then another major thing to do on this night is to make toba And there are some you know Alama ibn Abidin Rumalla ta'ala in his work al Muhtar, known popularly as Fata'wa Shamia, he mentioned there's certain types of sin that can only be forgiven on little together. Now Allah Allah Ta'ala can forgive any sin anytime he wants but the notion is that there's some sins that we have done in our life that are so deeply embedded in us, that are so firmly rooted that it takes a huge huge mercy of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to rescue us and take us out from that sin, and so this is one of those nights when those type of mercies come, and so especially those type of sin we should acknowledge it to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala Hazrat Shah Wasiullah alam he wrote a work called Itraf al-Zunub, which means you should acknowledge and accept, and testify and admit and confess your sins to Allah Subhanahu wa Taala. And this was the Sunnah du'a. Of Sayyidina Rasulullah, He Sunnahullah He also used to make du'a to Allah Subhanahu like that. Obviously, the Prophet never did any sin. He is masoom, but he was doing it ta'liman, terbiatan, to train his ummah and we should think like that and we should make du'a like that. That Ya Allah, our own Nabi sallallahu alaihi wasallam, used to talk to you in this way that he would admit and confess his sins even though he had none. And I am that sinning member of his ummah. And I am that true sinner for whom to educate for it was for the sake of my talim and my tarbiyat that the Prophet made that du'a. And you should confess your sins. Now different ulama have different views on this. You should Whatever you feel natural, some people even will make dua mentioning their sin by name. Like they will say, Allah forgive me for the time I lied to such and such a person. Forgive me for the time I did this sin. Forgive me for the time I did that sin. And they want to mention it all one by one. The way a criminal appears in front of court and the judge out, reads out 20 charges and each one he replies, Guilty. Guilty. How do you plead? Guilty. How do you plead? Guilty. And for every charge he accepts and s- confesses his guilt. Just like that a person can make dua to Allah SWT. Others feel that it our haya in front of Allah SWT. That even though we know that he knows all of our sin. But we should be have too much fear of him. To actually mention those sins one by one. So either way whatever comes naturally to a person. But there should be some sense of itarafudzanoob. That we should. Confess and accept and acknowledge yourself as sinners. And because this is also a danger in Ramadan, that because of fasting so much, and praying so much, and spending so much time in the masjid, we might get in this delusion that we are sama muttaqin or we are salihin, or zakirin Meaning, We might get in this delusion that we are some type of very pious people. So to be successful on a night like Layl al Qadr, it's very important that we free ourselves from all such delusions of grandeur. And we turn to Allah Ta'ala as His abd, as a servant and slave. And we do ahtaraaf of the noob, and we accept and acknowledge our sins and in front of Allah. Then our Shaykh Hazam Anun Qumran Zaman added another portion to that book called Itraf al Qusur. What does that mean? That not only do we have to accept our sins in front of Allah, but then the second thing we have to also acknowledge is we made a lot of mistakes with other people. There are a lot of flaws in our relationship with other people. There are a lot of people we've hurt in our life. And this is also something to Acknowledge in front of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala And to ask Allah ta'ala to forgive us There's a very beautiful du'a Of Nabi kareem sallallahu alayhi wa sallam Which is in the Bukhari Sahih of Bukhari and Sahih of Muslim Which I cannot remember the exact words right now But the Prophet Mentions in essence That Allah ta'ala If there's anybody who I've ever hurt Or I've betrayed Or who has any rights over me I ask that you Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala You send a nur into their heart and so this is another dua to make on the little Tukadr. A second part would be to go and ask that person forgiveness directly. That we may not be able to do on this night, but we should make niyah intention that we will do that later. We will try to patch up with them, make it up with them, seek their forgiveness, try to compensate them, fix our ways, amend our relationship, bring about sula and conciliation. But on this on these nights we should make dua to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. This thought, not only did I betray you, I betrayed certain members of your creation. And again here, you may want to mention those betrayals by name, or those people's names by name. Or you may want to just present it to Allah Ta'ala Mutlaqan generally. But this is another major thing to do on nights such as this, Itaraafi Kusur. And to ask Allah Ta'ala to forgive us for the all the mistakes we made in Hukukul Ibad. Basically anything and everything that we can think or remember about ourselves that needs to be cleaned, that needs to be purified, that we need to be purged of, we should make dua for that on this night. And we should also make dua that Allah tala, keep this اتراف, keep us aware of our sins in the future. And that Allah Ta'ala make us more sensitive to sin. Allah Ta'ala make us more wary of sin. That Allah Ta'ala make us more alert over our sins. Because most of the time year round, many times we sin unconsciously or carelessly, or we sin without feeling the sting and pain and shame of sinning. But then when Ramadan comes and special nights come, then we start feeling remorse. Then we start feeling regret. So yes, they say better late than never But we should still make du'a to Allah That Ya Allah, it is your karam and fazl that you let me feel this regret and remorse after I committed sin. Ya I ask that for the future, you make me feel that regret and shame before I commit sin. That you make me feel fear before I commit sin, so I never commit sin in the first place. So that, Ya Rabbi, you grant me a spot amongst the ranks of your muttaqin, mu'mineen. That you grant me a space amongst those who have haya and taqwa, Ya Rabbikareen. These are duas that we have to make to Allah Subhanahu Wa Taala. We should talk to Allah Subhanahu wa ta'ala On this night. If a person gets tired in their ibadah, even then they can simply just sit. And especially for the men who are sitting in, in the kaaf and masjid, the more they can sit in the masjid, the more time they spend in the masjid. Even they just, if they're tired and they can't make ibadah anymore, they can't. Even if they're so tired they can't make zikr du'a with their tongue anymore, just to sit in the masjid and imagine that they are soaking. Or absorbing the mercy of Allah Subhanahu Wa Taala, that they are sitting like a guilty, penitent criminal in front of Allah Subhanahu Wa Taala. The more we pace ourselves, present ourselves to Allah Subhanahu Wa Taala, the more, inshallah, ta'ala, we will attract His mercy and His rahma upon our heart. And that's really Allah Taala is ar Rahman, He is ar Rahim. He's always ar Rahman, He is always ar Rahim. The question is how much we can become Abdur Rahman, Abdur Rahim. The question is how much we can attract His mercy towards us. His mercy is perpetual, His mercy is daim, His mercy is limitless, His mercy is infinite. And this is also a way to make dua to Allah SWT. And there are many du'as that different mashayikh make like that. That Allah SWT, if you were to send your mercy on me, it would not diminish your mercy in any way. If you were to forgive me for my sins, it would not diminish your ghafariyyah, your sifat, your attribute of makfir in any way. Hmm? So here, these were just a few pointers that we shared with you on this night. All of us, we should turn to Allah SWT in sincere ibadah, sincere du'a. We should make du'a for one another. We should make du'a for families and friends. And we should make du'a for the whole ummah. Even the ummah means the ones we don't know The strangers, other cultures, other languages, other countries People we never met And the ummah of the future, the generations to come Because as much as me and you, we live in a time of fitna, The fitness are just going to increase over time So not just for our own children and descendants and progeny until Yom ad But also for the children and future generations and the entire ummah to make du'a for the ummah that will be alive during the fitnah of Dajjal, To make du'a for that ummah that Allah Ta'ala give them tawfiq and hidayah to protect themselves from that fitnah. To always be on the side of haq. To stay away from the side of batil. So we make dua that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala accept this niyad on this night, that he accept all of our duas and the duas of all the ummah on this night. And may Allah ta'ala may truly make this night and all the nights of Ramadan a night of rahmah for us, a night of makfrah for us, a night of hidayah for us. Wa da'wana. And alhamdulillahi bin anameen.